you're listening to the Wellness Cucina Podcast, where I give you tips and tricks about getting your family involved in the kitchen and making delicious and nutritious meals with ease. I'm Celestina, a chef, registered dietitian nutritionist, and a lover of good food, especially pizza. If you believe, anything can be soup, but for real. Soups can consist of veggies, proteins, grains. You can use one ingredient or 20 plus. You can use frozen, canned, or fresh items to make them. They can come together in minutes or cook for hours. This is the perfect homemade meal to make on any busy weeknight, especially now that it's chilly. Well, it's been chilly by me. I'm not sure where you live, but whether you're a working mama or you're currently homeschooling or you're a stay-at-home mama, you're busy. And truthfully, you have better things to do than spend your time cooking for hours. Quick and easy is typically the goal when it comes to weeknight meals. But instead of reaching for those pre-made meals in the freezer or rolling through the drive-thru, try making a soup that comes together in just minutes. So these are some of my best items to have on hand. Frozen veggies and canned veggies. Both of these types of food require no prep, meaning that you won't have to take out a cutting board or get a knife dirty or spend 20 to 30 minutes slicing and dicing. Some of my go-to frozen veggies are diced onions, diced or sliced bell peppers, frozen spinach, a bag of mixed veggies like green beans, peas, or carrots, or even if you have those veggies on their own, sweet potatoes, and butternut squash. Some of my go-to canned items are beans, every and all varieties, tomatoes, whether they're whole, diced, pureed, you have a paste, they're crushed, or my favorite, fire roasted, canned corn, green beans, mushrooms, artichoke hearts, sun-dried tomatoes, roasted bell peppers, mixed veggies, diced potatoes, or canned chicken. And truthfully, I've never had canned chicken, but it could work really well for a quick tortilla soup. Yes, some of the items that are canned and frozen are repeated, but I recommend that you purchase whatever you have storage for. So like if you have a big freezer or if you have a deep freeze, go for it. Buy all of those frozen items that you can keep on hand. If you have a larger pantry, cool, go for the canned items. It's really whatever is accessible to you. And I know that sometimes frozen items can be a little bit more expensive than canned. So if it's a budget thing as well, choose whatever is going to be best for you and your family. Oh, and the key to all pre-made soups is veggie or chicken stock. This can be store-bought or make it at home. But if you're trying to save time, I highly recommend pre-made. And just be sure to read the label to make sure that it actually has veggies or chicken as the second ingredient. Obviously, water is going to be the first ingredient, but you really want to make sure that you're buying something of quality that is actually going to give you what it says. A lot of them have a tendency of having just like turmeric coloring in there and not a lot of veggies. So that's something to consider. And these aren't sponsors. They should be. But these are my favorite brands of veggie and chicken stock. I really like Pacific, Great Value Organic, and that is Walmart brand, Kitchen Basics, and Kirkland brand original, which is Costco brand. Those are some of my go-tos. And if you're a Sam's Clubber, I know that they have these options there as well. I think they have like Sam's Best Organic like chicken broth or whatever. So like you do have options there. Quick note about pre-made stock and canned foods. Do your best to get them with no salt added or low sodium because the soups that you're making when you're making like just a soup made out of cans can get really salty really quick. Try and use items without salt added so that you can adjust the flavors and seasonings to your taste rather than just being stuck with the super salty soup. 
and sometimes you'll probably need to use fresh veggies, like cabbage. You can do that whole and then DIY it, or you can get it pre-shredded. One note about that, if you are looking for cabbage for the health benefits, I highly recommend buying it whole and DIYing it because you are going to get so much more nutrition when it's freshly sliced versus when it's been sitting pre-shredded. Onions, carrots, and celery, this is something that is kind of the basis of most soups, and that's something that you can find pre-cut usually in the produce section. So if you are in a rush, get that pre-cut. I also like to use garlic a lot. Again, you can do that fresh and whole, or they also have it usually in the produce section. They'll have it diced like in a jar. So that's something that you can do as well. I also like to buy any kind of greens, whole and fresh. They just have so much more nutrition and so much more flavor. And I also like to use zucchini and summer squash fresh. I don't know about you guys, but if you've ever used like a Mediterranean vegetable blend that's frozen, the squash is always mushy and it's going to be mushy in the soup anyway. So why not start with a fresh product? So whether you're making soup from a frozen, fresh or canned food, it can be quick, easy and delicious. First up, the dump soup. Yeah, I know it sounds schmutzy, but... Until I figure out a better name, I'm going with it, I guess. So like it sounds, you literally open up packages and dump the contents into a pot. Sounds pretty easy, right? So I find that cans are actually perfect for this. For a quick chili, you can combine two cans of beans of your choice with the liquid in them, one can of diced tomatoes with the liquid, one can of corn, one can of mild or hot diced green chilies, I started doing this when we lived in New Mexico because the diced green hatch chilies were everywhere. And guys, it really amps up the chili. It makes it so delish. Then you want to add in one tiny can of diced pineapple. So I didn't know this until like probably halfway through school. And my friend was like, yeah, I always add pineapple to my chili. Granted, she would add in fresh pineapple. But as long as you're getting pineapple like in its own juices and not like in a sugar syrup, why not use it pre-diced in a can? It adds this like sweetness to the chili and just adds so much more complexity of flavor. And then to actually make it a chili, add in about two tablespoons of chili powder, one tablespoon of cumin, one tablespoon of coriander, and one teaspoon of oregano. Bring it to a boil, simmer for like 15 to 20 minutes, and it'll thicken without having to add any extra liquid to it. It'll thicken, and then it'll taste like it's been cooking all day. And if you want to add a protein to it, go for it. You can add in leftover ground turkey or beef. This is a great use for rotisserie chicken or that canned chicken that I talked about earlier. Just drain it and then add it to it as well. I like to serve this with avocado, cheddar cheese, sour cream. You can do it with like a thick Greek yogurt that has no sugar added. Or the way I like it is just with a hunk of crusty bread. It's delicious. So guys, you can really make a dump soup out of whatever cans you have on hand. But the key to it is to remember that the flavors need to go well together, meaning that you should probably start with a country or a region and then choose the flavors that way. For example, you can combine cannellini beans, roasted bell peppers, and artichoke hearts. So this is more of like a Mediterranean style flavor. If you top that with chicken stock, bring it to a boil, it's ready to serve in seven minutes or less because everything is already cooked. And this is a much more nutritious dinner or lunch than grabbing something that's pre-made in the freezer. I like to serve this over tiny pasta. In Italian, it's called pastina, 
or you could do rice or potatoes or basically any kind of grain or starch. And if you've listened to me before, having a grain or starch already cooked ahead of time is going to make your life so much easier during the week. Even if you cook it ahead of time and store it in the freezer, it's going to make life so much easier. So try and do that. But I recommend cooking your grain or starch separately because when you're doing like a dump meal like this, you're probably making a lot and you'll probably have leftovers. So if you cook the pasta or the grain in the soup, it's going to get more and more mushy as it sits in the fridge and less and less appetizing. Next up, a more classic way of making soup. It starts with sauteing veggies. Traditionally, you're using a mirepoix, which consists of carrots, onions, and celery, and sometimes garlic if you're Italian or you just really like garlic. You can also add in diced or sliced peppers. And guys, remember, yes, you can use fresh for any of this, but like if you have frozen on hand and you want to save time, use the frozen veggies. Like it's totally fine. I haven't been able to find a frozen mirepoix. So that is something that if you want to do quick, you can either do a bunch and put it in the freezer yourself or try and get that fresh from the produce section already sliced, diced, whatevs. But essentially here, we're trying to build flavor. So sauteing those is going to help build flavor. You're going to get some caramelization on the veggies. That's when they start to turn a little bit brown and just gain a lot more flavor. Then you want to add in herbs and spices. Check out episode 28 to learn more about different spice combos and the country flavor profiles and how you can combine them. That's going to help a lot. But essentially, your soup can become anything at this point. It's limitless, right? So if you just start with this base, you can choose the spices and then that's basically choosing a country. And this is a launch point, right? So for example, let's go to Italy by using an Italian spice blend of rosemary, oregano, basil, and parsley. Then you want to add in some heartier veggies at this point. So sauteing them, right? Like potatoes. And this can be potatoes that are frozen or potatoes that you've just sliced, whatever. Winter squash, winter squash that's frozen or winter squash that you just cut up uncooked beans. So if you want this to cook for a while and you don't mind having the beans in there for a while, perfect. Add them in. Or quartered mushrooms. I wouldn't recommend sliced mushrooms at this point because then they are just going to kind of like wither away into nothing, but mushrooms are going to add a really like rich umami flavor. So if you quarter them, if they're pretty big or have them, if they're like medium size or even leave them whole, if they're super tiny, this is going to add a ton of flavor early on in the cooking process. And remember that this step is optional. Like you don't have to do that. You can also add in flour at this point. So if you want a thickened soup, this is a perfect time to add in like a faux roux. But if you just like toss in, I don't know, like a tablespoon or two of flour, allow that to cook in with all the other veggies and just like toss everything in that flour, it's going to create a thicker soup. It's not going to be super thick, but it's going to create a thicker soup. And then you can add a flavorful liquid like stock, a can of tomatoes, nectar, or water, or a combination of both. Then you want to bring that to a boil, at which point you can add in a protein, like uncooked mini meatballs, or maybe you do have some frozen mini meatballs. Go for it. Add those in. You can add in cooked chicken. You can add in ground beef. You can add in a can of beans. Guys, mix it up. You can even add in some of my favorites. Uh, Make it like an egg drop soup and add in just some whisked eggs, some raw whisked eggs, and then make it like an egg drop soup. You'll probably also want to add in some more veggies. So like I said earlier, try the fresh zucchini or the fresh greens or any kind of drained, frozen, or canned veggies that you'd like. The only frozen veggie that I probably wouldn't drain is frozen spinach if you are adding that in because there's going to be so much nutrition in that frozen spinach that if you're draining it, you're just going to, the nutrition is going to go away. 
if you are adding in fresh greens, do so like with the heat off, like literally just like turn the heat off. Don't let it boil, put the fresh greens in and then just put the lid on. It's that easy. And then your soup will be ready in like five minutes. If you want this style of soup to have more body without adding the flour, I recommend blending a small portion of just the first couple of ingredients with the liquid. So all of the ingredients that I mentioned before you add a protein, and that's going to give you like a little bit more thickness to the soup without having to add any flour to it. Last up, the blended or cream style soup. So this is actually probably my favorite kind of soup because it feels so rich and hearty, but it's so easy to make. So with this, you can start out with fresh, frozen, or canned veggies. But remember, building flavor is optional, but the impact on the taste is going to make it seem like this soup has been cooking for hours, even though it's probably only a couple of minutes. So I highly recommend that you start by sauteing onions and garlic at the very, very least, or use onion and garlic powder if you want to do it real quick. Remember that you can bloom herbs and spices, which basically just means to cook them in the oil before you're adding more ingredients. This helps to infuse the oil and just brightens the dried herbs and spices that have been sitting in your cabinet forever and just brings them back to life. At this point, you can add in a can of tomato puree, for example, for a quick tomato soup. Just add in half the amount of water that in comparison to the amount of tomato that you added and bring it to a boil and boom, you have soup. You can also make a butternut squash soup. Basically, just start with frozen butternut, add stock, bring it to a boil, and then you can either blend it with like an immersion blender or also known as a stick blender or put it in your actual blender. You just want it to be smooth and creamy. And then you can finish that with some good extra virgin olive oil to keep it vegan, but add a ton of richness and flavor to it. Or you can finish it with heavy cream, butter, yogurt, or cheese if you want to give it a little something, some extra. So you can use this latter method, the one that I talked about with the butternut squash for things like sweet potatoes. Those come either frozen or canned. You can do it with pumpkin, either frozen or canned. Any kind of winter squash, broccoli, whether it's fresh or frozen, cauliflower, fresh or frozen, peas, carrots, corn, fresh or frozen, canned, whatever. Literally, you can do this same style of soup with so many different things that you have on hand. And remember that you can mix and match any of these kinds of soup methods, right? So like you can add cream or yogurt to a dump soup, or you can use cans in a blended or classic soup. Guys, it's really limitless. Let the kitchen be a place where you have fun trying new flavors. Okay, real talk though. Sometimes it's probably just going to be okay, right? Like the food is just going to be okay. But other times you'll probably discover an amazing combination of flavors that you'll go back to time and time again. So I hope I've inspired you to make some awesome soups, get those canned products out and start cooking. And most importantly, never stop believing in the magic that is soup. As always, thanks for listening. Reach out via email at cbrunettiwellness at gmail.com to leave comments or tell me about show topics you'd like to hear. Check out Wellness Cucina's Instagram with a new name at Save Time Cooking for cooking tips and skills, as well as IGTV videos that relate to the podcasts. And check out the Reels section for a ton of quick soups. Check out IGTV for a new series starting in a few weeks, where I'll be going live with busy moms and guiding them on how they can use items in their fridge or pantry to make quick, easy, and delicious meals. Reach out via IG if you'd like to go live with me. If you want to learn more time-saving cooking skills, check out my new course, Time Saving in the Cucina. 
It's a mini course that teaches you some of my best time-saving cooking tactics. Follow the link in the show notes to learn more.